Director of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. It is a Thursday. Thank you, Central National Bank, for what you do. I was just talking to Brian Fonville earlier today. Every day they find a different way to be even greater partners of ours, and uh, we appreciate them. They're presenting sponsors for several years now of the Matt Mosley Show and uh, cannot thank them enough uh, for that partnership. Now, right off the top, let's give a huge shout-out to Valley Mills. My goodness, Aaron. I mean, are we... Oh. My, I mean, this is just, this is great stuff. And um, I was, Aaron's <laughs> got a few more there. Uh, I, Aaron, I, I was just kind of all, I, I was really enjoying kind of looking at the different, um, you know, reports on this. And, and like right now, uh, I was looking at um, at, at, at Coach Sh- uh, Shanafelt and uh, uh, head coach Doug Shanafelt and, and what, just I love the beard, by the way. That's good. That is a good, good look. But getting to see him interviewed by all our local TV folks, like the one I'm looking right now, Chris Williams, and uh, what a what a cool moment this was as Valley Mills uh, takes down Shiner four two. All right, and Shiner, uh, good hey, good great season, Shiner. They will have to drown their sorrows now because Valley Mills is uh, the 2A state champion. And, Aaron, I, I'm looking at some of the videos and everything, the hair on these kids. Have you seen this? Have you seen the blonde locks of the <laughs> Valley Mills team? <laughs> My goodness. And I know you were if you were listening to ESPN Central Texas earlier today, you got to hear all this. You got to hear um, Tom Barfield. And Lark Smith on the call, so awesome getting to see these state championship uh, medals go right over the uh, the the heads of these players. And uh, well, think back to even you know Barnett contracting Mike Barnett. He was on he played catcher on that state championship team for Valley Mills in 1983. But when we win one in Central Texas, we feel like we all won one. But especially today, shout out to all the good people of Valley Mills. And Aaron, as they get on the road, they're celebrating, hooting and hollering, trying to get back to town. And uh, shout out to everyone. Give us a text us if you're listening right now and you're a Valley Mills resident or fan or alum, 254-662-1660. That's 254-662-1660. And... After the game, our own Tom Barfield, who called the game, and I saw a picture he was taking up from his broadcast perch, and he was watching all the celebration, and he made his way down to the field and uh, got to uh, spend a little time with the new state champion coach 
That is Doug Schoenfeld. And, um, Aaron, let's, uh, let's listen to our exclusive with Coach Schoenfeld right after the ball game today. All right, man, thanks so much with uh, Doug Schoenfeld. And, and, Coach, you told me earlier today you felt like this, this was going to happen for your club, and you went out and got it done. And it didn't start out like we thought it would, but I'm, I'm telling you, like I, to, I, don't, I don't know exactly what I told you. I think it was ordained from God that we were going to win this, and I don't know if he does things like that or not, but that's what we feel. We just felt it was ours from the very beginning, and it was. You battled uh, all day long, and, and Cooper Ewing, what an, what an unbelievable performance. You could tell he was hurting. I guess he was cramping. He also had a foul ball off the foot, and he just kept fighting for you both at the plate and on the mound uh, that's that's who he is and, and he didn't come out of the game they took him out of the game the trainer said he was heat exhaustion or dehydrated and he had to come out and I said all right get hydrated you got 26 pitches left get ready to go the last inning and and he, he, he wanted it he actually I was going to go with Coolio until I needed to bring him in and he said I'm ready I said let's go then and Caleb did a great job for you in those two innings, limiting a good hitting Shiner team to one hit. Well, and I mean, I, I told, I mean, I know, I know we got pitchers. I know we got kids that are going to compete and put out there. I was not scared at all to put him out there. I knew he'd do a good job, and he did. What's, and I know you've only had a few minutes, but what does this do for your community, your, your program, your athletic department? Just what's it mean to Valley Mills state champion? I mean, if, if you just look around and see the people that are here and been here and followed us to Weatherford, and, and I mean, they're just, and there's people from Clifton that are here, and there's, they're, they're just great supporters. The team I coached in, in uh, 205, there's six or seven of them here that just, just come up and congratulate. Had Irvin Johnson come down and talk to them today before the game, and I think he's had some great words that inspired him himself, and it, it is, it's, I'm telling you, it's ordained. It's just like it's perfect. You couldn't have wrote a better story. You were playing a team that hadn't lost, but that did not affect your club one bit. No, I mean, we we've been picked, and we were picked third in our district. We were, we were. I don't think we were picked to beat anybody. Maybe early in the playoffs, and it was every time we beat somebody, they I I, I would hear rumors or hear from people, our, our uh, parents. Oh, they say we're gonna get beat the next round. We're gonna get beat the next round. We're gonna get beat by Bossyville. We're gonna get beat in the first round of the playoffs. We're gonna get beat by Shiner. But we didn't. We didn't ever think that. It was just no. We're gonna we're going to win, and we're gonna do the best we can. And, and you played the same type of game today as you did back in February. It was be aggressive, be aggressive, be aggressive. It's actually same kind of ball I played since 1990, and it's just all I know. And 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 that and you know we got kids that can do what I want to do. They can run, they can hit, they, and you know what? We had three hits yesterday. I think we had nine today. So. I mean, you know, we, sometimes you match up better, and we matched up well against them today. Hey, congratulations. Thank you very much. Thanks for everything you've done. I appreciate it very much. All right, there he was, Tom Barfield. He and Lark had the broadcast today. You heard it right here on ESPN Central Texas and uh, Valley Mills. It was, uh, it was great. We know how to pick them. We know how to pick them. Bosqueville had a great run, and um, – you know, and they, they just had the misfortune of, of running into Valley Mills. And Valley Mills found a way to get it done. And uh, watching right now some of the videos, Coach Shannon felt with uh, raising that trophy up above his head. And, Aaron, I mean, 
I love it when a coach with some seasoning, you know, that's been doing it for a while, uh, you know, has has something like this happen. And as he said, the whole community, I mean, whether it be people from Clifton, um, Irvin Johnson, who they were talking about, I saw he he had a uh, right moments before they went out to take the field. He was over there giving them a little pep talk. He was on the 2005 team, you know, I think it was. And so it was it was fun to see Irvin out there uh, talking to everybody. And then it was great to see the uh, assembled media all show up down there. Matt and uh, Chris and, I mean, everybody. Everybody was down there. They were lined up, ready to go. And so I've been kind of having a good time when some team – wins like this i like to run around and kind of look at all the what all our tv friends are putting out there and uh i feel like golly i feel like we ought to call tom and lark but i bet they're trying to you know they've been hard at it all day they may be trying to get a little uh post-game late lunch in but what a uh, what a tremendous performance i don't know if they've made it to the tollway uh by now that tollway will get you home a little bit faster and, and Tom likes to open that thing up wide open because he can go 85 on that uh, on that tollway out there. But, Aaron, that's uh, – I mean, for a guy like you, for instance, that um, grew up in um, in Waco area and, uh, and then finished school at Robinson, when you see a local team break through like this, what, what is it – what does it bring back – uh, all sorts of memories of Central Texas teams. What's the what's your pride level right now when you see a team break through like this? Very high. Like I'm always supportive of Central Texas teams winning, you know, and hope that they win state championships. But uh, one of my best friends was born and raised in Valley Mills. So was her entire family. They still live out there and have a business out there. I know people that still work out there uh, that I'm very close to. So I mean, it's. Uh, you know, and that's the thing about Central Texas. I have that with a lot of communities, you know, where I have friends that were born and raised or still live and or still live in those communities. So it makes it even more special when they're, when they're able to win a state championship like this. It's really cool. Yeah. You, you brought up business. Aaron, I'll say it again. You know, one of our great sponsors and partners, Barnett Contracting, Mike Barnett. And, of course, he's a he's a humble guy. He's not a, you know, put me on the radio kind of guy but that 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 is a place that's been you know that's a family business that goes back to the 1960s and that's valley mills i mean they got roots right there in valley mills and uh mike was a backstop back in uh 83 and they won that uh that state title team 1983 but it's very fun and uh really appreciate tom and lark being on the call, been kind of monitoring the call as well, Aaron, as the, the you know, kind of the blow-by-blow uh, blow tweets from all our local people. Now, when Tom gets going on a broadcast, Tom and Lark, they get – Lark's not a big social media guy. Uh, Tom's not either. <laughs> they don't – they're not trying to provide, like, constant Twitter updates because they're doing live radio. But what I was worried about today is Jack Allen, who is a tweeter – but he's kind of been known lately to get you all the way to the like the two outs left, right in the game, and then and then you don't hear from him at all, and and so I finally kind of tweet. today, yeah, I reminded him, hey, give us the final score, and, and so 
I think I don't know if you saw it or he tweeted back. That was for you mostly. <laughs> um and he did give the final score. But uh that Matt Lyle kind of important. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. But you get it. They're down there filming all that and then they're trying to film the celebration and they don't have time to reach down there and because they're not like, you know, Aaron, if we're there, we just have our phones mm-hmm. doing all that. Well, they got to do the phone thing for Twitter, but then they got those big old cameras they're lugging around. They've got to capture all this on film so then they can go watch, the, you know, Channel 25 or Channel 10, Channel 6. Let's not forget 44. Eric's down there doing his thing. Darby. I don't know what Curtis is up to. Surely Curtis was down there in the middle of it as well. Uh, but uh, but really good stuff from our locals and uh, tremendous. And what about Ewing? Aaron, what about that? I was really watching closely at the end of that game, and two of his teammates had to basically, after the celebration, they were carrying him off the field. We're talking heat, possible cramps. Um, as, as Tom said, he took, the, um, took that liner like off his shin or off his leg uh, as well. I mean, these are I, – I, I mean, I am just loving monitoring all this, and, uh, and, and kudos to uh, Valley Mills. Aaron, keep that handy. Later in the program, we, we may just keep coming back to the interview. I love the excitement of it. So uh, in the 5 o'clock hour, let's carve out some – at some point – we, uh, although we've got all kinds of stuff lined up, maybe, who knows, we may run it again at some point during the program. Maybe in the dismount, we'll run it again. But I love hearing from Coach Shanafelt and everybody involved out there at Valley Mills. Big show today. Um, we've got, um, we're going to have the China Spring Coach on at uh, 520. I mean, they came up a little short, but a semifinalist, state semifinalist, an incredible run that they had. They've got several of their seniors going off to play college baseball. And so Jesse's going to join us at, I believe we have him lined up for 520. Aaron, they had, on top of all this, they had Baylor had some big symposium today. Aaron, do you love a good symposium? One of my favorite things. <laughs> Did you go to many symposiums? I, you know, Robinson? honestly, when you said that, I was like, I don't, I, I have been to, I think I went to a, a journalism symposium in college, but that would have been the only one. Okay. Well, they had a symposium for, like, the athletic directors and this and that. And so I found out this morning our buddy Kevin Gall uh, was going on with, jo- with J-Mo. So, uh, and Kevin's great, always comes on with us, great friend, has been for many years. And, and I said, well, Kevin, you know, if you're going on with J-Mo, I need a little help here. I mean, I you know I, I want I want to talk to the uh, University of North Texas athletic director. Now we've had Connor on, you know Connor Smith from uh, from uh, uh, DBU, and he was on the docket today as well. But uh, uh, so we had Connor on recently. But Ren Baker, the athletic director at UNT, do we have any UNT grads among our people out there among our flock? Text us, 254-662-1660. Wren is going to join us at 5 o'clock. So, and then Campus Confidential at 440. This is a, this is a packed show. And, uh, and so we are uh, very excited to bring it to you. And uh, we're just going to kind of start rolling 
right now, and uh, we've got we've got a lot to bring to you. Big time guest joining us next. Recently on the John Moore Show. It is an all Big 12 Women's College World Series Championship Series, but it happens to be Texas and Oklahoma, the two teams that are leading (laughs) the Big 12. And there are two Big 12 baseball teams that are still alive, moving on in Super Regionals, (laughs) and they happen to be Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah, not ideal, but, you know, hey, there's at this point, they're still in the Big 12. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Looking for something other than a tie this year for your gift to Dad? Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pawn has received a new shipment of -of one-of-a-kind novelty gift items, perfect for his man cave. They also have metal signs for inside and outside the home or office. And there is no better place to buy guns or unique rustic furniture for home or his office. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pawn, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel & Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel & Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at CentexSportsFan.com. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at CentexSportsFan.com. Welcome, Central Texas, to BCP Real Estate Country. 
If you're looking for a real estate agency where the employees are professional, friendly, and knowledgeable, check out BCP Real Estate. Their agency has serviced Bosque County and the surrounding areas for over 30 years, and they specialize in farm and ranch property, residential, and commercial real estate. Any member of the BCP team can help you meet your objectives. Call them today, BCP Real Estate in Clifton, 254-675-3818, and at bosquecountyproperties.com. BCP says, Go Eagles! Ranch Restoration LLC has been putting ranches back into production for over 15 years. With over 40 years of combined experience, they achieve this by doing a land inventory for the landowner. Some landowners want wildlife or cattle habitats, property management, water development, ranch roads, brush clearing, or grass planting. Ranch Restoration LLC is insured and is a certified contractor for NRCS, and references are available. Call Billy today at 254-749-1689 or check him out on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. At the College Women's World Series, OU scored five in the first inning on their way to a 16-1 win over Texas, hitting a record six home runs in the process. NBA last night, the Celtics take a 2-1 lead in the NBA Finals with a 116-100 win over the Warriors. Game four tomorrow night, Steph Curry will be a game-time decision after injuring his leg going for a loose ball last night. The PGA has suspended 17 players from their tour for playing in the LIV, including Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson and Sergio Garcia. Two more Baylor baseball players are leaving in the transfer portal. Trey Richardson is heading to TCU and Kyle Nevin to Oklahoma. Astros start a series with the Marlins tonight at Minute Maid Park. 7-10 first pick. Texas Rangers have the day off after dropping the series to Cleveland. Rangers and White Sox tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas, and we're really having a lot of fun today, and I always love talking to Steve Hoot Jonagan, the man who, uh, boy, has been around Baylor for a lot of years now, and he's still dug in over there. I mean, he's tried to take non-coaching roles, but he's still, they keep reeling him back in, and Hoot, I was just... Uh, First of all, welcome to the program. Second of all, how exciting is it that one of our local teams just went won a uh, baseball state title? Man, that is so awesome, man. Uh, you know, and they were over here at the Baylor Ballpark, and great crowds and, and a lot of excitement, great atmosphere. And, uh, you know, just to get there is one thing, but uh, to actually pull it off, man, that's outstanding. So happy for those guys. Now, you've, for years, uh, gone to that tournament. You've had to do it for recruiting reasons. I'm sure also just some enjoyment uh, reasons. What's the, for people that haven't done that, what's the atmosphere like at, at uh, either Dell Diamond or Dish Falk, uh, where, they, where they obviously have played some over the years? What, do, what is that? Um, a lot of people have been to, like, state football uh, uh, championships, but maybe have never been to the baseball. What does that atmosphere feel like, especially when those small towns, all those folks come rolling into town and try to take over those ballparks? I would, I would say it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience because you're right. They haven't experienced that type of atmosphere all year long. You get in a big stadium, and uh, you've got great crowds, 
the whole city is excited for you. The, the city just shuts down and says, hey, we're going. Here we go. And, uh, you know, from a recruiting perspective, you love seeing kids compete in that type of atmosphere because that's the kind of atmosphere they're going to be in as they move to the next level and the next level. And can they rise to the occasion? Can they handle the pressure? And, you know, and can they do all those kind of things too? And, uh, you know, there's a lot of times that the kids get caught up in the moment. They're so excited. They want it so bad. And, and their performance isn't always shown on the field like they can. And uh, for those guys to come out there and come out with that state championship, that's outstanding. And it'll definitely be an experience that they'll, they'll never forget the rest of their lives. Now, Hoot, what's the what's the farthest you guys uh, trying to think back to your days as uh, growing up in the uh, College Station, there in the Bryan College Station area? What um, did y'all did y'all make it to state? I'm trying to. I, I, I my oh, memory no. is not serving me well. Oh, you didn't quite make it to state. <laughs> no, we, we didn't. Back in those days, Bryan High School was uh, in there with Temple and Round Rock. And uh, Round Rock had a few players in there. Mark Gold, who actually came to Baylor and pitched here a little bit, too. He kind of ended our season a little bit, too. So uh, we were not uh, we were not a baseball powerhouse at that time. And, and uh, we faced Waco Richfield back in the day. And, and uh, I remember Buddy Haney uh, kind of beat me out at shortstop for all district. And we wound up being teammates at A&M down the road. So, uh those are also great things that go through your, you know, in high school days, you play against other other kids from different cities and different districts and stuff. And next thing you know, you're, if you're getting a chance to play at the next level, you're on the same team as they are and your baseball and network just continues to expand and grow. And, uh, you know, you, you stay lifelong friends with those guys. So uh, it's really a neat experience. Hoot, I'm sorry if somebody beat you out for uh, all district. I'm very upset, and I'm I'm happy to protest on your behalf all these years yeah. later. Okay. Well, it was it was justified. Buddy was a great player. <laughs> I kind of got I kind of got uh, was at the wrong spot at the wrong wrong time because he was definitely deserving more than I was. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, who? What do you think about this? This is really fascinating. This um, this. Uh, women's softball, you got one eye overall on, on these super regionals as well. But for women's softball, this is a time of year when all eyes go out there. Now, I was frustrated last night because I thought, oh, they're putting this on the same night as NBA Finals. And, of course, we can't ever make everybody happy because if we put it in there in the day, people would be mad that it wasn't in prime time. So there's never any way to make people completely happy. But this OU team – now the the part is, I mean, they're a rival. They're, you know, you you're trying to take them down, but you also have to admire uh, what Coach Gasso has built uh, over the years. I mean, this is I was kind of looking up her career and trying to familiarize myself with like how this all came together. Um, I this is um, th- this is something sort of on the verge now of of becoming a dynasty. Hoot, put this in perspective for me. Does this almost feel like starting to feel like what was going on with UConn and women's basketball? Uh, this this really feels like something amazing. And and oh, by the way, at least by the way, in a couple of years, you don't have to you don't have to see them every year. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, by the way, too. We had them beat with two outs in the seventh inning this year, one to nothing. Ooh, and, uh, right. And, and uh, I mean, holy cow. Uh, and they've only lost three games all year. That would have been one of them. So we were right there with them. And, you know, I, I always 
always love to accept that challenge, and our girls did too as well. And and uh, but they are they're tough to beat. You you cannot leave any stone unturned. You have to play a perfect game almost, and we did for for uh, six and two thirds innings. Uh, but but yeah, it's what they're doing there right now is, is incredible. And of course, I think the COVID giving some of these kids an extra year stuff brought them back. They got half their team right now is juniors and seniors. Uh, and, uh, and rightfully so. And it shows, you know, and a lot of them are back from last year's national championship team. Uh, the main ones they lost were, were in the circle and arguably they got better in the circle this year with freshman of the year, Jordy ball and, and Trotwine, the transfer from, uh, from North Texas. So, uh, they're an incredible, incredible team. The numbers are putting up are video game numbers. Uh, it's off the charts. You cannot make a mistake or they're going to take advantage of it. And, uh, that's what elite teams do, and, and that's what they're doing right now. But uh, having said that, they still got to go out and play. Uh, they, they've got uh, they've got to win one more game as they go on, and and you know the Longhorns have stuck in there uh, and come back from a couple deficits this uh, World Series already. And uh, you know it's a l- little bit harder to come back against OU, but hey, all things are possible. And uh, you know we'll see what happens tonight. But uh, but yeah, they're definitely definitely an impressive team, and. Uh, you know they're they're in a different league by themselves right now, but but uh, they'll lose some of these seniors here this year, and and that'll help. And we'll see what happens with this transfer portal. Things are kind of crazy with reloading every year, but uh, <laughs> yeah. but uh, but anyway, yeah, they're definitely a, a team to watch right now for sure. I saw that UCLA score the other day, and I I about fell out of my chair. We're so conditioned to them, you yeah. know, being on top. It's like whoa, whoa, they're going to lose, and you you almost have to remind yourself, okay, they got another chance. That that Jocelyn yeah. uh, Alo, the 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 Alo. big time pi- Alo, yeah, uh, is yeah, yeah. what is what is there any way like if you're sitting there talking to your pitchers? Okay, here's our here's what we're going to try to do. Now you could always just put her on every time, which by the way is not a bad strategy. But if you <laughs> decide to if you decide to pitch to her, I mean, is there any weakness? And and what makes what makes her so good? Because I mean, you've got some great power hitters in uh, in softball, but yeah. but th- this is uh, this is something we don't always see. Uh, someone that's this dangerous at the plate is it just is it the bat speed? Is it the power? Is it sort of the combo of all that? It's the combo. She's she's the real deal. And here's the thing: she can she can hit inside pitches, she can hit outside pitches, she can hit high pitches, she can hit low pitches, she can hit them all. And, and, and she can hit them with authority. And that's what's impressive. You know, she's kind of like a Wade Boggs, if you will, of, of, of softball. She can hit to all fields. Uh, and you, you, have to, uh, you have to catch her off guard. She has a plan up there. She trusts her hands. She can wait as long as she possibly can before she starts her swing. It's a quick swing. And uh, you've got to catch her guessing away and popping her in or you have to have her guessing in and get her away or maybe down and sneaking one by or high and but and i'll tell you this too if you don't have the ammunition meaning if you're not throwing upper 60s low 70s with some movement uh and hitting the spot you don't really have a chance with her because her bat is so quick that she can do that but uh and then then you get the fact that Kids are so you know afraid to make a mistake that they walk her and then they get behind. They have to put one over the the, the middle of the plate and 
And we all know what happens to that when you, when she does that, but she hits good pitches as well. She's hit pitches on the outside river and on the inside and kept them fair, that rise ball, the drop ball, she hits them all. And that's what makes her tough. And basically you just got to try to change your approach every time, but you got to have some ammunition when you, when you, uh, when you do that too uh, in the circle. And uh, Coach Newman's did an, out, an outstanding job here, you know, because we, we played her out in Hawaii when she was one home run away from tying the record there. And uh, we didn't walk her. We went right at her, and our girls pitched her well. And I think she got a couple of hits. And you consider that a good day when you keep her in the yard and she only gets a couple of hits and doesn't get forward, hit it out of the park. <laughs> but, uh, but Coach Newman does an outstanding job of uh, mixing her pitches, mixing her approach. And it's like, okay. She thinks we're coming in this time. We're going away, you know, or we'll try to sneak the rise ball in and all that kind of good stuff. So you've got to be on top of your game and you've got to catch her looking for, you know, the other pitch in order for you to have a chance because she's uh, she's really that special. You're starting to sound like a softball coach, Hoot. You better watch it. You may, you may, <laughs> yeah, you may just. <laughs> <laughs> the rise, the drop. Looking yeah. in the river, all those kind of things, you know. <laughs> so, but if you look at her overall average, she's getting close to 500. Holy cow! I mean, that hasn't been done since I retired from baseball. Holy cow! That's unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like you. You're, you're kind of. Yeah, I like. I, I like you're going with some Harry Carey here, talking to yeah. Steve Hoot Jonigan on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN <laughs> Central Texas. Hoot, that uh, that Baylor baseball job is is now open boy you were there for a lot of years you've loved that program for so long um and and, what do you when you when you think about this search and what they're doing i'm kind of curious what you think how important is it to find someone who knows how to recruit or maybe has that background of recruiting at a private school like baylor i mean i i guess that's not max said the other day they don't have to have that but to me, that would be a really nice uh, uh, something to have in your arsenal. Um, but I mean, how important is is that recruiting piece to figuring out who this next coach is going to be? Well, you know, the re- recruiting is the name of the game in every sport at every place. And, uh, you know, what you do is when you get someplace, you look at the, the obstacles you have in front of you, whether it's a private school or a state school or whatever it is, and, and uh, you, you break it down. And you figure it out. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, I don't know that you necessarily have to have that background. Uh, if you're going to work at it, you're going to figure out how this how this has to work here at a private school or whatever. Uh, I think it would obviously help. But, hey, you never know. So, uh, but, but recruiting is the name of the game regardless of where you go. And uh, you've got to get some quality players in there. And, and they got to trust you as, as coaches and your staff and believe in what you're doing and, You've got to put the sale on them, and and uh, all the successful coaches and the ones that, the one that they will hire here next, whoever that might be, will definitely have done that in the past for sure. Uh, regardless of whether it's at a private school or a state school or wherever it is, uh, they're going to have that uh, those ties and be able to get out on that road and get in there and recruit. So, uh, you know, Mac Rhodes and Mac, we trust here at Baylor. He's done an outstanding job in the past at at hiring some quality coaches in all the sports and. I'm sure he will know no, no different here as he uh, looks for the next head baseball coach at Baylor. Hoot, that's how you stay employed at Baylor, saying things like Absolutely. that in in Mac yeah. we trust. <laughs> you, you like that? You like that, baby? But, but it is. We, we do. You know, he's 
He's the best <laughs> athletic director in the country, bar none, and uh, he shows it. And, and we do. We put our trust in him. He's got a process he follows. You know, we're, we're preparing champions for life out here, and uh, he's, our, he's our leader, and we're following him, and he's doing an outstanding job. So we've got all the confidence in the world that he's going to do what's right for Baylor. What what was your who this postseason uh, championship that y'all won the NISC? I can't yes. say that I was I was totally aware uh, of that tournament over the years. What was your gut reaction when when y'all got invited to that? Because obviously y'all went in and decided, hey, this is if we're going to show up, we're going to show up in a big way and and try to win this thing. What when you and Glenn and everybody were kind of talking about this? Was there what was kind of the thought process of let's go do this and then on top of that hey let's let's put our best foot forward like why why did you why did you yeah. want to play in this as badly as you did that's a great question and believe me we tossed around that uh, you know in our coaching staff meeting uh, many days before we decided to do it and and you're right we want to be in the NCAA that's where we belong that's where we want to be that's our goal won a national championship in the NCAA. And, but at the same time, you know, we realized what we had here, how young we were with 13 new, new kids here, whether freshmen or, or transfers. And we, we had gotten better as the season went along and we were growing in. And we thought, you know, kind of like a college football bowl series, you know, you get more practices with your kids. You know, they, they, in softball, they don't have summer leagues like they do in baseball, or not as many of them. They're starting to develop a few. But these kids don't go out and play like they do in baseball. And we're like, let's, let's stay here and let's get some quality practices in. Let's get better. Let's set the tone for, for next year, so to speak. And, by the way, let's go up there and win. And uh, so, you know, we, we did. We, we tossed around that idea. And, you know, I tell you what, Coach Moore – he went around and drew on experience. And, and one of the coaches that he called over here was Scott Drew. And he asked him, what would you do? And without hesitation, Coach Drew said, absolutely. He says, there's only two teams that get to finish with the W at the end of the year, and you've got a chance to be one of them. And, you, it, and to do it, you got to sell your team on it. And Coach Moore did an outstanding job. We went up there. We gained some confidence. We got on a roll. And we were able to bring back, uh, back that. And, and I'm telling you, you know, I think the confidence uh, that our girls gathered from that those four games up there uh, is going to spill over. I really do. I think they're excited to get back here next fall. I know we are as coaches. Uh, we're trying to find a couple more missing pieces of the puzzle here in the transfer portal, and uh, we're excited to get them back next fall and build off of that momentum and get into the NCAAs next year and, and try to do it in that uh, tournament. All right, Steve, keep me posted Take a peek in the portal. I know that that's changed your whole life, hasn't it? Having to look in there every day. <laughs> see, yeah, multiple see. times a day. <laughs> yeah. Let's see who's yeah. in there. We got too that's many fair. going the opposite direction in baseball right now. We're losing some good players. But, again, right. as you said, uh, your mantra, uh, sometimes you just have to be patient. And you know the new coach will have his thoughts on – what kind of players he wants and everything. So you, I think, well, as we've seen with college basketball, you can't freak out about people leaving because if you make a change, 
people are going to leave and, and all of that. But I'm glad we, we're going to stay with the continuity, and uh, I love that you all won that tournament. I think it was a, ended up being – got to say, I said on the air, I'm like, I don't know if I'd go do that. And yeah. uh, but y'all did it, and then and then yeah. you you're, you got there, and I think you got more and more excited along the way. So Steve, it's always yeah. fun to catch up with you. Let's do it more often. And uh, I I know we're only focused on the Bears, but uh, I will say uh, good luck to your old college team. I won't even mention them, but uh, that uh, <laughs> that that you know I hope they do make the World Series. That would be fun. <laughs> I, I appreciate it, man. It's always a pleasure to be on with you. You bet. There he goes. Hoot Jonigan. I uh, have known him for years. Great, great guy and uh, always fun. And after many, many years as baseball coach, um, came out of, uh, well, wasn't really retirement. He was still working for Baylor, but they uh, they put him over there. He was doing broadcast. They said, hey, we need you to coach softball. And Coach Moore has enjoyed Hoot so much that he's not let him go back to the booth. And Derek, and you know he's he's been he keeps waiting for Hoot to show back up, but I don't think they're going to let him out of this coaching thing. He cannot get it out of his system. So great to visit with Hoot, always fun. Uh, next, though, we do have something we call campus confidential. What is going on in the world of college athletics? That is next. What a year for Baylor Athletics. And Baylor ends Oklahoma's unbeaten season. The Bears snap the Sooners' winning streak at 17. Baylor wins in Big 12 play over Oklahoma. 27-14 the final score. It just means more when you beat a team like Oklahoma. From the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our under 100-horsepower tractor lineup rated number one for reliability, Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home the Kubota L2501 tractor for zero down, 0% APR for up to 60 months, plus save up to $1,100 now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. I'm here too. He is. I'm Jimmy. I need to say hi to somebody at the City of Waco Permits Department, Heather Hewish. Okay, Heather Hewish. Thank you for saving my backside. Okay, that's a little outside of our uh, commercial goals here, but we will tell you that I told her I'd say hi, and she said I better not. You can call them downtown if you need permits. They're good people. They are, and we're good people at Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair at 254. They should cut me a break. 235 That's me. It's barbecue and baseball season, and Coach's Smoke is offering the best double play in town. Turn two on Fridays with $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches all day and happy hour from 2 to 7. With their 35 big screen TVs and daily specials, this is the place to watch your Texas Rangers. Put on your favorite player's jersey and head on over to Coach's at 330 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco. And don't forget about Coach's Smoke catering for your next event or party. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. 
Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Hi, this is Brian Reese, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco again, inviting everyone to come see us. Spring is here, and it's time to get your knees in the breeze. All new 2021 bikes are on sale. We have 2022 models arriving daily with over 150 bikes to choose from and a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. Harley-Davidson of Waco, located off of I-35 South and New Road, Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. Almet Aerospace in Waco is holding their weekly on-site hiring event. Every Wednesday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., Almet Aerospace will conduct on-the-spot interviews and making offers to qualified candidates that day. Bring a current resume and be ready to interview. Entry-level production to experienced roles, as well as professional positions are available. Great pay and benefits starting day one. Can't make it? Apply online anytime at howmet.com slash Waco Careers or WacoHR at howmet.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. At the College Women's World Series, OU scored five in the first inning on their way to a 16-1 win over Texas, hitting a record six home runs in the process. NBA last night, the Celtics take a 2-1 lead in the NBA Finals with a 116-100 win over the Warriors. Game four tomorrow night, Steph Curry will be a game-time decision after injuring his leg going for a loose ball last night. The PGA has suspended 17 players from their tour for playing in the LIV, including Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson and Sergio Garcia. Two more Baylor baseball players are leaving in the transfer portal. Trey Richardson is heading to TCU and Kyle Nevin to Oklahoma. Astros start a series with the Marlins tonight at Minute Maid Park. 7-10 first pick. Texas Rangers have the day off after dropping the series to Cleveland. Rangers and White Sox tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, and always great to be with you. This is Championship Thursday with uh, Valley Mills winning the state championship, taking out Shiner 4-2, and the whole town's excited. Everybody's headed back. Maybe some people are lingering a little bit, but what a... uh, what a tremendous uh, effort and uh, to get that thing done. Want a reminder at 5:20 today, uh, we will talk to China Spring baseball coach, and uh, and Jesse's going to be on with us, and we're gonna we're gonna really that's going to be fun because they did not uh, win it all, but they got very very close and had a great run, and so it'll be fun to kind of catch up with him and uh, and talk about their season as well. But Valley Mills, they're the champions. And uh, Tom got to talk to the coach earlier, so we may uh, play a little bit of that later in the program. Aaron, what do we have in today's episode of Campus Confidential? Well, we've talked 
at length about uh, how out of control NIL is in college athletics. There was a story a few weeks ago, actually probably about a month ago, about that the NCAA was going to invest, investigate a lot of these NIL deals. Ross Dellinger from Sports Illustrated has an update on that. He has a letter from NCAA enforcement. Um, it says, quote, it's two member schools regarding NIL. It says, quote, they're working tirelessly to develop information and investigate potential violation. And according to Dellinger, the key phrase, staff is not focused on the eligibility of current or prospective student athletes. So I think the NCAA is looking at it as they can't really do anything to the student athletes because of the Supreme Court ruling. So, But they can still punish member institutions, and I think that's what they're going to do. They say they will continue to investigate potential violations of NCAA rules when it comes to NIL issues, which is probably a lot of smoke. I don't know. I mean, they can do all that, and then everybody else is going to lawyer up on the other side because what they don't love is these players having agents. Meanwhile, I mean, what they didn't put any guardrails for was for what A&M and others have been accused of doing. Uh, and, and it's not even fair just to blame it on A&M. Everybody seems to be doing this right now, is pooling a, a whole bunch of money for single recruiting classes. I mean, the one thing i got to hand it to Texas Tech for, and of course I don't know if they'll be able to deliver all these kids, but that 2023 class, Aaron, that they've put together, just the commitments they have, they, it's the number two recruiting class of the country right now. Do you think Texas Tech is just paying all these kids, like, huge money? No. No. They're not, they're not going to come up with, like, Aggies money. Now, I'm not saying they can't come up with their own collective or do something like that, but this is, this is a school that is starting very early, and, and we'll see if they can guide some of these players home because what I'm seeing, Aaron – is no matter how much money you pay somebody, if a if a four star kid and you say you were first, and suddenly everybody else discovers him, who do they stick with? Who do they do they stick with Tech? I mean, I, maybe, or do they stick with who's going to pay them the most money? Well, maybe that you know it could go either way on that front. I got to wonder right now, Aaron. I don't even think this is a money deal. That kid Baylor has. In 2023, that quarterback, Novasad, no, you know that Aust- yeah, we've Austin talked about Novasad, Austin yeah. Novasad. Um, he now has an offer from Ohio State, so I hope he sticks with the Baylor thing. But um, again, they lost their quarterback for 2022, and now Novasad. So in some sense, Baylor, it was the 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 offer to this kid shows that Baylor was onto something, and they were first to the table. Now, it seems like they weren't that broken up about losing the 2022 quarterback. Aaron, if they lose 2023 quarterback, that's not good. Okay, that's not good. I think sometimes we think, well, Shapin's going to be around for a few years, and that's right. That's good. Um, Kyron Drones is going to be around for a few years. Okay. But we've also seen how quickly quarterbacks can decide to transfer if things aren't going their way, all of those kinds of things. So, uh, all of this, Aaron, is fascinating, the whole NIL thing. But for, for, for me to think that the NCAA is going to get its act together and somehow get this under control, uh, the, the horse has already left the barn, Aaron, on that front. 
As Baylor continues their search for a new baseball head coach, two current baseball players have found new homes in the transfer portal. Trey Richardson has uh, announced via social media that he will be transferring to TCU. And Kyle Nevin uh, also on social media announcing that he will be going to Oklahoma. So as uh, Baylor continues to look for a search, a couple of players have already found New homes, a couple of very good players on, on Baylor's team. Yeah, man, I, I I wish those guys the best of luck. I loved having Trey on. Trey's a great, great young man. You know, Aaron, I, I, I saw that they had 17 academic All-Big 12 players. So they obviously put together high character. A lot of those guys were big-time players on the team. Um, I, you know, I we're, I don't overreact though these days to the portal stuff because, on one hand, they are these two that you're talking about are really good players. I mean, you do not want to lose them. On the other hand, I mean, they were part of a team that went seven and seventeen in conference. So I don't think we can uh, we can sit there and and people call for a new coach and then when the old coach's players start leaving freak out and go, oh, no, we're losing all these players. Like, it's just part of the business. And I don't think you should rush a decision to be like, oh, my gosh, if, if we get the decision made uh, a, a three or four days earlier, maybe we can keep some of these kids. You don't want to, you don't want to, like, handcuff players. You want players who want to be here. Now, what I would hope is the majority of this roster just gives it about another week and to try to see who the new hire is and and then make a decision because you don't have to go i mean you have to you you have to like july 1 to announce you're going in the portal so you don't have to you don't have to make any rash decisions so again i wish them the best but aaron i'm choosing not to freak out i, I i'm and, and I'm sad. I am sad to see him go because Nevin's really good and Richardson's really good. Um, and, Ri- and Richardson's just a – they're both good guys, but Richardson's just awesome. Now, Nevin, did you, did you know who that was, Aaron? You probably saw some of that on Twitter. The, uh, that, that's his dad. He used to play for the Rangers and other teams. Bill his Nevin. dad is – yeah. But I was, what I was going to tell people is that he is the new interim manager of the Angels. And which Joe Madden got fired the other night, and so uh, Phil Nevin has taken over there. So that's a that's a lot going on. Your dad gets promoted to interim manager of a major league team, and then you're transferring out to OU, and Trey's going to TCU. Now that one hurts, Aaron. I can take the OU thing when they start going to Frogs Land. That's bothersome. <laughs> And it also bugs me that Simcox is out there sort of gloating a little bit I over saw. this. I almost blocked him on Twitter, but I, I I took a breath and calmed down. I think you should have gone with your first instinct. <laughs> You're right. And to your point about not freaking out, you know, losing players, anytime you lose a co- – it's just a reality with the transfer portal, portal now that anytime you lose a coach with the transfer portal, you're going to lose – players and doesn't matter what the sport and uh, most of the time you lose a lot of players I know it's a different sport but uh, before coach Tang took over at Kansas State 
they were down to, I think, three scholarship players. Everybody else had hit the transfer portal. Uh, so, I mean, it just it's just part of the new reality with NIL and the transfer <laughs> portal. It's <laughs> not only NIL, but that and the transfer portal and being able to play immediately. What made me laugh was uh, in the early days of K-State when when they did get a few players coming in and, and they were like, everybody's going crazy and then you would look and it'd be some kid from LSU who averaged two points a game last year. <laughs> and I'm not saying you can't improve and, and, uh, and get a lot better, but I'm just saying, like, I think the portal has done weird things to us. We get, like, real excited about players we've never heard of and then you start looking, and you're like, well, okay. I mean, he's scored like five points a game. Okay. Are we supposed to, like, stop down and have some big celebration? But you're just happy when you have a bunch of kids transfer, and then you start getting kids back in. It, it, it sort of – there's this sort of uh, – you, you appreciate them even more because you're, you're kind of getting over losing some of your better players so no matter who comes in, you just get really excited. All right, Aaron, any, any other uh, thing? Because I know we've got uh, the University of North Texas athletic director coming on. Anything else you wanted to, get to, uh, to add? Yeah, no, that, we can uh, – nothing pressing. We, we need to get to uh, Ren Baker coming up next. Segment. All right, Ren Baker, University of North Texas AD, who took part in a big-time symposium. That is next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Looking for something other than a tie this year for your gift to dad? Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond has received a new shipment of -of one-of-a-kind novelty gift items. Perfect for his man cave. They also have metal signs for inside and outside the home or office. And there is no better place to buy guns or unique rustic furniture for home or his office. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Listen up. If you take pride in your lawn, you need to mow with the best. Gravely. The made in the USA perfect cut quality grass devour and beast of the zero turns. Gravely residential mowers are built just as tough as their commercial machines with comfort and features you won't find on other mowers. Mow with perfection. Get yourself a Gravely. The full line of Gravely residential mowers is available at Landscape Supply. Come visit our new 10,000 square foot showroom in Spiegelville for the largest selection of outdoor power equipment. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. 
And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an art support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Chuck's Pizza, Pasta, and Wings is just as big of a baseball fan as you are, and that's why they're running these specials. Double play delivery special with one large, two-topping pizza and six wings for $19.99. Or the triple play carryout special with one large, one-topping pizza, ten wings, and one two-liter drink for $24.99. Order at 254-751-1724 at chuckspizzaandpasta.com or visit them at 4315 Lakeshore Drive to eat like a champion today. This is ESPN Central Texas. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and low policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union, Genco. Your one stop for all your farm and ranch supplies is Barn on Country Store. And when it's time to buy feed for all your animals, they're the official Purina dealer. Barn on Country Store also stocks lawn and garden supplies, outdoor furniture, ag hardware, Yeti products, and Circle E and Tyler candles. Go by and say hello to Paula, Chelsea, and the gang at Barnum Country Store, located at 7991 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. And check them out online at barnumcountrystore.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. On his Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and uh, we'll continue to talk about some state championships being won. Valley Mills win state baseball tournament. Right now, Ren Baker joining us from the University of North Texas, the AD there, director of athletics, vice president, all of it. Ren, uh, it is uh, good to get to visit with you. I've admired your work and your program at UNT uh, for several years now, since you arrived in 2016. So it's uh, fun to get to visit with you, and I'm glad you got to uh, – uh, witness some of our Waco hospitality today. Man, I tell you what, uh, first of all, thanks for having me on. And it's such a blessing to be at uh, UNT. There's great leadership there, and it's an institution with uh, a lot of positive things happening. But uh, I'm also, it was great. It was just awesome to be in Waco today. Of course, Mac is a dear friend and mentor, and um, and Baylor did a really, really good job hosting, um, you know, a symposium where we were just able to talk about issues, share ideas, learn from each other, 
um, at, at a time in our industry when there's a lot that uh, is going on. There's a lot of challenges and a lot of changes. So it, it was a the, the day was a blessing, and we really appreciate uh, the hospitality that the that the Baylor folks showed everybody. Did we feed you well? I mean, we do have good barbecue in Waco. You do have great options in Denton, so we can't act like we've got the market cornered. But were you were you okay with the refreshment items and that kind of thing? Because I we had put uh, Kevin Gall in charge of all that. I just wanted to make sure you uh, you were satisfied in that area. Now, Kevin probably isn't your best representative there. He probably should have let me set the menu. But if he had, everybody would have fallen asleep. Shortly after that lunch, I, I would have uh, I would have carb loaded us as if we had some kind of big competition. So, uh, no, the food was gr- was great and um, and uh, the atmosphere was great. And, um, you know, if you, uh, you we haven't had a chance to, to see each other face to face, but um, I, I have a high commitment to eating. Let's just put it that way. So I feel like I'm a good judge of those those types of things. And I thought the food was outstanding. <laughs> I like that. I like the uh, boy. That was a good group that y'all had, and uh, Connor from DBU is a buddy of mine, and it just was great to see some people from the Metroplex uh, there. Now, Ren, did you did y'all figure out NIL? Did y'all get that all squared away? You may have heard we got coaches in other conferences, uh, you know, uh, mad at each other and making accusations. I just want. I was hoping you and Mac would use this opportunity to kind of calm all this down and, and give us some direction on NIL. Did you all accomplish that? Well, early in my career, I coached a little bit. So I say this with fondness and affection and as a recovering coach. Um, coaches are, are, are about half crazy and paranoid anyway, and this NIL and transfer portal has, has heightened that. And I think you see uh, that spilling out a little bit uh, like we did uh, between uh, Nick and Jimbo. Um, so we didn't get all that solved today, but we certainly talked about a lot of those issues. Um, and, uh, you know, what was great about today is we had Power 5 programs there. We had uh, Group of 5 programs uh, there. We had FCS programs there. But we also had some D2 and, and D3 and, uh, and NAI programs there. And so it was a great opportunity to just share all of our perspectives, to learn from each other, um, and, and to be honest, I think college athletics is guilty too too often of uh, we just try and stomp on each other's throats all the time and, and come out the victor instead of coming together and talking about what's really best for the industry, what's really best for um, everybody involved, uh, the young people in our programs, but also alumni and fans and the institutions and um, so there, we didn't get, uh, certainly didn't get the solutions today. If we had, I wouldn't be on this call. I'd be cashing big checks because I, I would know that the solution is worth lots and lots of money. But, um, you know, I, um, but I do think <laughs> that, uh, it take, it's going to take a lot more of these types of discussions, um, with, uh, a, a group of, uh, folks from different, that's coming at it from different aspects. And, and today was really refreshing and a good time, uh, spent doing that. Ren Baker, UNT Director of Athletics, Vice President there, uh, joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Ren, you have to stop hiring people from Baylor is the only issue I have. Uh, We love having you on campus, but people like Taylor Bryan, uh, that's a great friend of mine. And um, and 
And I didn't know how great a friend until I lost him. I mean, the man kind of kept me in good stead over there. He kept Mac from getting mad at me or Matt Rule or whoever. So um, I I understand he's a talented guy, but I need you to stop hiring people away from us, okay? You know, uh, we've got so many great uh, uh, people from Baylor. And, of course, Coach McCaslin is is an alum and – um, you know, several of our football coaches uh, had a t- stop there in Baylor, and uh, but Taylor's done an outstanding job for us. And um, you know, Mac and I, I would, uh, I wouldn't take uh, anyone from Mac, and I don't think he'd take anyone from me if it wasn't really what's what was best for them. And so, uh, he gave me his blessing with Taylor, uh, and uh, probably part of that is Mac likes to give everybody a hard time, and so do I. So maybe he thought Taylor was one of the people that could take that. Uh, for me but uh, uh taylor's done a he's done a great uh, a great job for us and and we're blessed to have him and we'll try to stop uh uh you know we'll try to stop taking uh baylor folks if they if they'll promise not to take any from us <laughs> by the way mac I, I i think i saw he did not have one of his patented sport coats on today i think he went with more of a pullover type look and i saw i think um trying to remember what you went with i've seen some pictures they did not let media in it didn't seem uh i I had to kind of watch uh, kevin's pictures throughout the day but uh you might have gone with like a polo shirt or something is that yeah i was just very hey listen it was supposed to be uh casual today uh it's hot summer day in texas and so the recommendation was polo uh, you don't need to tell me twice on on, on that. I'm, I'm I, I love every day that that I'm allowed to look like a junior high uh, PE teacher. I try to do that, and so um, you know that that was what I was going for today. Um, listen, I learned a lot from Mac, and I love Mac uh, as a, I, he says we're like brothers. I always say he's like my dad, and that that really gets him perturbed. But um, you know, I did one thing I did not take from him. Was, uh, our sense of dress styles are very, very different. And I'll let everybody else interpret uh, who's right and who's wrong there. Uh, but I did tell him he didn't have a sport coat on today, but he had one of his uh, shirts where the collar's a different color. And, you know, I said, hey, I would go in on this on this uh, attire you have on today, but the cufflinks really pull it together for me. So I'm going to I'm gonna just uh, leave it at that. So um, I love that Mac is comfortable being Mac. Uh, yeah. and I learned, I learned that from him, uh, when I worked for him and, um, you know, and I, I really admire and appreciate that about it. Yeah. Well, y'all, y'all, uh, have been at some of the same places and so it's a unique relationship. Now tell me about, uh, University of North Texas right now. You're, you're getting ready to go into a new conference. Uh, y'all have done great with a lot of your programs. I love your basketball program. What, what's the excitement level, Ren, is, is, um, uh, is is y'all get ready to go into the American Athletic Conference and and uh, what what is uh, what has that been like for for all your coaches as you uh, prepare for all that? Yeah, we uh, I would say you know the excitement level is is at an all time high and and really off the charts. Um, it's the combination of things. It's the fact that we are having success in a variety of sports. If you look across our sports at win loss percentage. This last five years has been the best five-year period in the history of the We may have uh... eight different sports over the last couple of years. And, um, you know, and then you 
look at uh, the move into a, conf- a new conference. And, um, you know, I think for our fans, they're excited, uh, whether it's true or not, because you know how rivalries are, but they feel like uh, SMU's never wanted to be in a conference with us. So the opportunity to be in a conference with them and play them annually in every sport, uh, I think will be good for both institutions, but particularly good for for us as we try to keep energy in the fan base and um you know and i i the other uh piece of that is we've had uh some programs that have achieved um just unbelievably and, and men's basketball is one of those and and uh, you know I, grant mccaslin's not a good coach he's not a great coach he's an elite basketball coach and an elite developer of uh, young men and, and people in his program. And so we're fortunate to have him, fortunate to have a lot of great coaches on, on our staff. Uh, uh, our softball program's doing extraordinarily well. And uh, so, you know, we're, uh, we're excited uh, about what the future holds as we make that transition. I don't remember thinking he was elite when he was uh, Fiji at Baylor. I don't remember that all that. So it must have just sort of been something he uh, he grew into. But we had Grant down to speak to our fraternity alumni gathering recently, and he just did an incredible job. And and what a when you look back on what he's accomplished, uh, it's sort of confirmed. I think what you saw from him at Arkansas State, but Ren. You made that hire probably shortly after you uh, got to UNT. I'm trying to think of the timeline and all that. What was the um, what What was your thinking in in, in identifying uh, Grant and and what what is it? Because I think sometimes people see his name come up with like K State had an opening, SMU had an opening, and they're like and they immediately say Grant McCaslin. And and the thing I love is I I don't think Grant is trying to job hop, and and I think you and Grant have helped turn that job into a place where you don't need to be hopping somewhere else. And I, I think that's a, uh, I think that's a great compliment to you, but what, what is, what was it about uh, uh, Grant that, that made you think he could, he could do what he's done? Well, um, let, let's just kind of talk about what um, I surveyed as we came into North Texas and I came in August of 16 and um we the job opened the following uh, spring, but I looked at our history even when I was taking the job, and you know we've had moments of greatness in certain uh, sports, but sustained uh, excellence has not been something that that, that we've been able to do, and um, and we have always enjoyed a great location. We've always enjoyed a large student population, um, but but obviously if that's all that it took. Um, we would be better historically than we had been. And so as we started that search, I felt like we really need to do two things. One is uh, I went back all the way through history there. We had never hired uh, a sitting uh, head coach or somebody with extensive uh, head coaching experience. Um, And I feel like you need somebody who has recruited uh, Texas, um, you, you know, not just a good recruiter somewhere else. Cause as you all know, uh, Texas is unique in the way that, uh, it, that recruiting goes. And there's so much talent, especially in the Dallas, Dallas Fort Worth area, you can get lost chasing. There's more prospects than you could ever possibly see or identify, but a lot of them you may have a hard time getting because everybody in the country recruits those prospects. And so I felt like those two things were really important. Um, I have a history uh, in other levels of athletics, and 
I think you learn something when you are at lower resourced levels, D2, junior college, NAIA. Um, you get a full complement of experience, whereas if you've spent only spent all of your career in a Power 5 high-resourced institution, you don't maybe understand as much as um, what somebody would that's that's been a head coach in junior college or an AD in Division Two. So I always tell people, I know a little about game management because in D2, I was putting chairs out and, put, and pulling them up after the game. I was meeting the <laughs> officials and walk, walking them to the locker room. When there was a compliance issue, we only had one compliance person and she did three jobs. So I was involved in that. You know, I was my secretary was my CFO. Uh, you know, we just didn't call her that, but we managed the budget together. And so once I gained in scale and responsibility, I, I, I'm not saying I was an expert in all those areas, but I understood how those pieces fit together and, and the functions that, uh, that happen. And same thing in coaching. I, I just love uh, our, you know, our, our softball coach was also a D2 head coach and successful, but I love that, you know, Grant had, was a head coach in junior college where he had to also be an RA in the dorms. And so that just gives you a different sense of how you want those pieces to fit together. So I didn't know Grant really well. Uh, we have a couple of mutual friends that, that, that we both think a lot of. Um, one is actually Grant's agent who. I knew when he was a high school basketball coach in Oklahoma, he worked our camps when I was a GA for Eddie Sutton. So we go way back, but then also James Dickey is like a second father to me. And, and he, him and uh, Grant are very close. He gave he Grant worked for coach Dickey. And um, so I had a sense for who he was um, and, and targeted him pretty quickly. Um, you know, I had other people on the list to go after, but I just felt like when you looked at the entire profile, um, he fit us. And, and to be honest, I probably haven't had that many in my career where I've been that convicted that early. Uh, but I just knew like, if he's, you know, if he, if he'll take this job that he's, he's the right one. And, um, we've developed a great relationship and I, you know, I know that having, um, he and CC both being Irving, uh, kids probably helped has helped us retain them. And, and, uh, I, you know, somebody somewhere along the way, may make him an offer he can't refuse, but we're going to enjoy every year that we have him and keep building this together and, and enjoy working with each other. That green sport coat he wears only works at certain places, all right? And it's a different – it's not the Baylor green. It certainly is a UNT mean green uh, jacket. I, but I, I just don't – you and I are shaped a little bit more alike. I don't – guys like Grant, uh, you know, it's uh, – it's, you know, they come in and everything looks right on them, right? Like the uh, – what are those – the coaches threw their suits away and they started wearing all those pullovers and all. And Grant's been That's that right. same weight for about 25, 30 years now, ever since I met him. And he's probably never put on a pound. And, and that's, uh, that's, that's disgusting to some of us. All right. The uh, coaches hey, care listen, of – Listen, he lives, <clears throat> Grant lives a mile from me and uh, maybe not even a mile. And I see him running all the time. And I always tell him, like, I wish you'd run somewhere else. Like, I don't want to have to <laughs> – if I'm driving by you, uh, you know, snacking on something. I don't want to have to look at you out here running. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I give him a hard time about shaming me in the neighborhood. You, you and I are coming from Taco Bell, and he comes running by. Uh, talking to Ren Baker. Ren, it's fun to visit with you. By the way, the coaching caravan continues. I believe you are on the way to Austin now, so that works out. you got the symposium, then you make it to Austin. I know Grant and, and Seth and some of the different coaches have been involved. What is the biggest 
football question that uh, keeps coming up among your alums, like these caravans? Is it who's going to play quarterback this year? What about these portal kids? What's the what's the what's the one football question that that UNT alums are asking the most? It's definitely quarterback centered. Um, you know, now they, a lot of our alums will also ask just about uh, year two of Phil Bennett's defense because he done such a great job last year and, uh, with our defense. But, um, you know, we had Mason Fine, uh, who was an unbelievable quarterback for us, uh, started as a true freshman, I think two or three games into his freshman year and um, just had an unbelievable uh, ride uh, with him. And uh, we've been a little uh, unsettled at quarterback uh, since then, so – that's hot on the minds uh, of all of our fans. And I believe we have more depth in the quarterback room than we've ever had. Um, and so we're excited about what that, what that will, uh, will mean. And we're also excited about coach Bennett's defense. I know you guys probably have spent some time uh, with Phil. He's, he's a character and one of a kind, and he's another, uh, another high uh, quality uh, individual that we're lucky to have on our campus and, and excited about what he's doing. Yeah, he'll coach you up a little bit, and he's not afraid to. Uh, if if he if he needs to correct somebody, he he's not gonna like wait around or <laughs> Phil will get after you. And he's been doing it for a lot of years, and I remember him at A and M, and you do too. But uh, Ren, this was fun, and I want to do this again as we get into next year. Uh, congrats on all your success, and uh, and have fun at the caravan, and and uh, let uh, let uh, Grant know that uh, we spoke. Okay. Well, listen, I will do that, and I learned something new about him. I, I thought I knew most everything, but I'm not sure I'd caught that he was uh, uh, in a fraternity, so that'll give me something to give him a hard time about, and uh, you guys just, just pray for us. I, I don't know where the, the line stops from God's country. I feel like Denton is in there. I feel like Waco's in there, but I feel like it stops somewhere before we get to Austin, so just pray we get in and out of there uh, and, and safely and that uh, we can get back into to, uh, uh, what we all consider God's country. <laughs> That's right. There's some there's some stuff you don't want to be a part of down there. So so be uh, be be careful, but have a good time. Ren, appreciate it. We will talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Ren Baker, the uh, UNT AD, uh, joining us on the Matt Mosley show. Hey, we'll quickly go to it's time to go to China Spring and talk to another baseball team. Valley Mills wins the state title. Uh, China Spring had an incredible run. We will talk to the uh, coach of uh, China Spring, uh, and we'll do that next. Recently on Game Time, from the Dallas Cowboys broadcast team, Kyle Yeomans. Just because CeeDee Lamb is two lockers closer to that Prescott doesn't mean he's going to have a 1,000 more yards and 50 more receptions. However, it is something that shows the torch has been passed. Amari Cooper's no longer here. It is CeeDee Lamb's wide receiver room. He's the one that's expected to step up and put up big numbers. He's expected to take another step, and that's one of the first ways that they expect for that to happen. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for The Naked Truck, the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you... Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online? Really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. 
I am going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Your Drive in Waco. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Her Refuse LLC provides residential and commercial dumpster service in China Spring, Bosqueville, Valley Mills, Crawford, and Spiegelville. They have over 40 years combined experience in the refuse industry. If you need help with waste management at your home or business, call Michael today at Kerr Refuse, LLC, 254-300-5772. Or check them out at kerrrefuse.com or on Facebook. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Barnett Contracting proudly supports the 2022 Valley Mills Eagle baseball team and their attempt to bring home a fourth state championship to Valley Mills. Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting would like to remind everyone to drop by any of their four pit locations for all your sand, gravel, and topsoil needs. If you need site work for streets, utilities, drainage, and paving services, or commercial and industrial build sites, get a quote from Barnett Contracting, 7703 Bagby Avenue in Waco. Your one stop for all your farm and ranch supplies is Barn None Country Store. And when it's time to buy feed for all your animals, they're the official Purina dealer. Barn None Country Store also stocks lawn and garden supplies, outdoor furniture, ag hardware, Yeti products, and Circle E and Tyler candles. Go by and say hello to Paula, Chelsea, and the gang at Barn None Country Store, located at 7991 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. And check them out online at barnuncountrystore.com. 
Hopkins Oil Company is proud of the students, faculty, staff, and administration of Valley Mills Independent School District and wishes the Eagles and Lady Eagles all the best on the field, court, or diamond. Established in 1962, Hopkins Oil Company of Crawford is the oldest running wholesale fuel and lubricant distributor in Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Jeff and Molly Bays, open 24-7, Hopkins Oil Company has a proud tradition of quality products and outstanding customer service. If you'd like to learn more about Hopkins Oil Company, call Brad Cox at 254-486-0123. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. At the College Women's World Series, OU scored five in the first inning on their way to a 16-1 win over Texas, hitting a record six home runs in the process. NBA last night, the Celtics take a 2-1 lead in the NBA Finals with a 116-100 win over the Warriors. Game four tomorrow night, Steph Curry will be a game-time decision after injuring his leg going for a loose ball last night. The PGA has suspended 17 players from their tour for playing in the LIV, including Phil Mickelson, Dustin, Justin Johnson and Sergio Garcia. Two more Baylor baseball players are leaving in the transfer portal. Trey Richardson is heading to TCU and Kyle Nevin to Oklahoma. Astros start a series with the Marlins tonight at Minute Maid Park. 7-10 first pitch. Texas Rangers have the day off after dropping the series to Cleveland. Rangers and White Sox tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas Thursday. Thank you, Central National Bank, for what you do. Our presenting sponsor, director of graphics. They do so much for us, and uh, we appreciate it. Proud to be joined right now, Jesse Lopez, baseball coach at China Spring. And, uh, Coach, I know it was tough and a tough way to to end the season the other day, but what another inspiring performance, 2-1 uh, loss, but boy, hung in there. Uh, it is, uh, uh, Jesse, have you, uh, how, how are the guys, is everybody kind of recovering and have you been able to kind of, uh, at least take the time to, to put things in perspective and, and kind of realize how amazing, uh, that season was. Yeah, definitely. You know, it was, it was tough. It's not, you know, the way we wanted to end, but, uh, you know, uh, luckily I have a wife that loves me, and uh, she's been trying to pump me up for a while, so uh, that, that helps. But, you know, we try to watch a, a little bit of it today, and I've probably turned it off after about 10 minutes. Uh, just not time yet. <laughs> you, you you could just watch it maybe, like you say, a week or two. Maybe you could take another uh, a peek. Uh, it is uh, – what, what did you make, uh, Coach, of just the – the atmosphere of of just being in that in that place in that ballpark and and you know just getting there is a huge deal and I know now it's going to drive your team and your program even more to be back the whole experience the fans the community being behind you what was what was uh what was that like uh, as uh, and, and were you able to drink some of that in or were you almost just too focused to take any of that in? Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, you know, one thing we learned from the state football tournament or state football championship is that, you know, it goes by fast. You know, of course it went by fast again and, and we got to soak it in and really enjoy it. But, uh, you know, I tell you what, it, it really makes you want to go back and, that, uh, you know, makes us want to get back to work right away. And, um, you know, we got some, we got a few more days before we start again, but, uh, I think it'll drive these kids even more to get back to where they were. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it funny how certain teams, no matter what the sport, 
end up facing each other. Argyle has become a, a tremendous program, you know, from the Dallas-Fort Worth area. China Spring, in its, in its own right, is one of the best programs in the state. And uh, I guess that's just the way it is. But it, it, isn't it interesting, uh, Coach, how these programs tend to find each other at the end of, at the end of seasons like that? Yeah, definitely. Anytime you get these two programs together, you know, our guy does a really good job, kind of like us, that, you know, when it's football season, they focus on football. When it's basketball, they focus on basketball. And, you know, of course, when you get to baseball season, that's what, you know, that's what season's up. So uh, I think when you find two good schools like that with good athletes that are going to support each other and, and really cheer each other on and, and uh, really, to be honest, make sure that that's their main focus, you know. And like I said, when, when we're in football season, I don't really mess with my guys too much. We let them play football and we let them enjoy it and, and really just get into it. And, same thing goes with, with baseball. You know, we really just focus on baseball. And, and Coach Beatty and Coach Gregory done a great job of just making sure we, we had that focus. Yeah. I mean, some of these teams you all face, you know, Carthage, I mean, these are storied programs. And, uh, boy, China Spring ends up going out there and, and uh, doing some incredible things. Um, you've got some seniors, and I know it's uh, – as you as you kind of think about what's ahead and, and start to think about next season and, and all – how how great was it to have some of the leaders that you had? I'm thinking of uh, of Braden Faulkner. Uh, uh, some of your guys are going to go off and play some college ball. Uh, Kobe Kilo, uh, I mean, Trace Necessary. I love. I was hearing his name the other day, just as monitoring, and 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 we had somebody on. They were really talking him up. Trace Necessary. What what's the what what's the legacy those guys leave in your program? What's kind of the the one or two uh, things that they'll they'll leave behind for for the young guys coming up in the pipeline. You know, I think you know, I think of those guys. I just think about how hard they worked, and you know, and not only in the baseball field, but everything they do. I mean, the classroom, and you know, on the football field, other sports they play, they just they just work their tail off, and and they're just great kids, you know. And and you know, in, in this day, it's it's really hard with everything going on with social media and everything else to to make sure and, and kids are doing things right, and it's it's gotten harder, but. Uh, man, I couldn't be more proud of the young men that have grown up. And, you know, one of the things after we lost the other day is just making sure we held our head up high and handled that like young men. And, and, and you know, we talked about not kind of uh, letting our emotions get the best of us. And, you know, and when you lose a game like that, it can be really tough. And so uh, it was important to us that we held our head up high and we handled it well, and, and I was proud of them. Is it hard? I mean, what was it like, you know, after that game, you know, addressing them and knowing, you know, some of these guys you're, getting, you're coaching for the last time, does the – does the, did the emotion of that hit you immediately, or was it almost like when you got home, the, the wave hit you that this was uh, this, the season was truly over? Because when you're in the midst of that run, you don't really think about it or think about, you know, you're just trying to kind of stay in the moment. Did the wave uh, of all that hit you almost immediately after the game? Uh, I don't know about that. I, I would honestly say about all week, you know, we kind of uh... – we, we allowed ourselves to get to the final week of practice and, and give ourselves, you know, every week we talk about giving ourselves, you know, one more week and one more week together. And so uh, when we beat Carthage, it kind of like, that's when it kind of started hitting us. So, uh, you know, it's tough, but uh, that's what we wanted. And uh, I was glad and super grateful that we got that. Well, Jesse Lopez joining us, and he's done a great job with this team. And, man, I've, I've loved reading and hearing about some of your goals that you set and everything that comes along with that. Now, Jesse, what 
this uh, this great looking uh, handlebar mustache that you have is that how far does that go back? Does that go back to even when you were playing baseball, or when when did you first grow that out? Because that to me that uh, that's a pretty intimidating look. I was telling somebody today as they were getting your graphic ready, I said I said I don't think uh, you know there would be a situation where I would want to mess with with uh, Jesse. Is that how long have you had that? Uh, we actually started that this year in the football playoffs. Uh, you know, some of the coaches are talking wearing it, playoff mustaches, and you know, one of the best things about coaching is you actually get to act like a kid for a little bit and get in, and get into this and and have fun with the kids. So uh, when we did in football, it seemed to work pretty well, and I guess it seemed to work pretty well during the baseball playoffs too. So I can imagine uh, next football season we'll be doing the same exact thing. <laughs> who had who had the best one? I mean, yours looks pretty good, very filled in. Mine would look very wispy. It would take a long period of time, and there would also be some salt and pepper involved in it. Yours, yours is pretty strong, dark. It has, it kind of has all the makings of a good one. Is did you do you think you would have won the award from all the coaches, or did anybody top you? Did anybody go with like a know. full Fu Manchu? Our strength, our strength coach Cody Harvey, he has a pretty good Tom Selleck looking one. So does uh, our trainer <laughs> Cody Cornchap. So their their mustaches are pretty <laughs> legit, and they're filled in pretty good, and they grow by the day. Um, so it, uh, you know, it's tough, but, uh, you know, they had, they had some pretty good ones. <laughs> you gotta let the kids the wives, like, the wives didn't like it too much, but you know, our Christmas pictures and graduation pictures are all in, uh, in mustaches. So it's, uh, pretty much every monumental moment we've had this year has been with my mustache. Yeah. You could tell a guy's age by, if he makes a Tom Selleck reference. Okay. If you're old <laughs> enough to remember Magnum PI, you've at least been around this earth for a little while. Jesse Lopez joining us from China spring. And I, I mentioned some of the guys on your team heading off to college Hill college. That'll be fun to just write down the road. That's a great program. Um, and, and, and then that, that program at Oklahoma, I, I was, I was familiarizing myself with Murray state college and uh, Jesse, I did you know you know the most famous person to ever come out of of uh, Murray State College as far as a major league player? I do not actually. The great U. L. Washington huh. came out and played golly forever. I was looking it up. He's sixty eight years old now, but uh, he was from someplace in Oklahoma. And he went to Murray State College. But how, how, what's that like, the recruiting piece of this? I always am fascinated by players that end up, obviously, we watch these players at MCC go on to do incredible things. We've seen people from Hill College and some of these different places. Um, when do they really start locking in on some of your players? And, and kind of how do you manage that, Jesse? Because you love to see your your players get a chance to keep playing if they want to, how do you kind of promote that and, and make sure some of these, uh, some of these colleges and universities know about your guys? Well, you know, uh, the biggest thing with, with high school baseball and, and recruiting in baseball is it's become a lot during the summer and with the select baseball and how important it is to get out there and, and, and find, you know, and get in front of those guys. But, um, you know, I'll be honest with COVID and, and how the transfer portal and all that's kind of panned out. Uh, it's become extremely hard uh, to find those guys places. But um, you know, when I'm, when I'm talking to our kids, I'm just, reinforcing that you need to find somewhere that that really wants you to play and really is a good fit for you and 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 not just because you're caught up in in trying to go division one or or whatever you're trying to do but really really find a good place that where you feel comfortable with the coaches and they want you and i think now nowadays that you got to find someone that really wants you and and is excited about you and once you find it you know you feel comfortable you, you sign with those guys but 
No, I, I tell these guys, if that's what they want to do, I'm going to try my hardest to find something for them. But, you know, we also work really well with our with our select organizations, Mason George and, and Billy Brewer, the Storm, all those guys. Uh, you know, and we really try to find the best fit for them and, and where they're going to be successful. What what was your strength as a baseball player? What what position did did you play? And and um, and did you like a lot of young guys that were really good in uh, pony leagues? Did you pitch a little bit growing up? When when I was in high school, I th- I played third base, and I went to uh, Temple Junior College and played third and first, and then. When I th- went to Howard Payne, I uh, actually started to catch my senior, and I would pitch. I would uh, catch the first game and pitch the second game and catch the third game, uh, and that was by far the most fun I've ever had playing baseball. It's, uh, I wish I would have started catching a long time ago. They tried to make me a catcher when I got to college, and I, I didn't really like it too much. But uh, you know, once I got to know the game a little bit better, it was really exciting because obviously you had the hand, you know, you had the ball in your hand every every pitch. So uh, I w- wish I would have started that earlier. All right, I like the Howard Payne. You got some. Uh, I mean, this is a good part of the country to be Baptist, right? There's a Baptist church on every uh, street corner, so you got your Howard Payne in. And um, uh, I would think Jesse, you knew how to block the plate. It, it's got to be interesting. Now you you learned how to play catcher and how to teach catcher. Do you almost with some of the different rule changes? And I I sometimes don't know what gets passed down from the major leagues to college and high school have some of the rules in 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 terms of blocking the plate how you may have learned it have they changed quite a bit over, over the years uh yeah they have actually and i i'll be honest i really still don't know the rule I, you know we we got it called uh, this year uh, <laughs> you know during our game and i of course wasn't quite aware of exactly how it was interpreted but uh you know it's just what the umpire called so uh yeah i haven't quite figured that out i know you can't block it without having the ball but I mean, I just tell our catcher to block the plate, and if it happens, it happens. You know, it's just uh, it's one of those things where it's just too hard to kind of explain and just would rather him just trust his instincts and do what he's supposed to do. Well, listen, everybody at China Spring, it was so proud of your team and, and your leadership. And uh, uh, put a, you know, send me a link. I want to buy some of that Columbia Blue. Uh, I need a I need a ball cap. I need a China Spring ball cap. And this is not your typical radio guy asking for a handout. I will I will make a contribution to the Booster Club. But I love I love y'all's colors. And in fact, I was looking at video of that Carthage series, and there there's just something about when you come to the plate wearing that kind of stuff. It's a different you know. It's almost kind of like the Tar Heels. You see. UNC that that color blue you know exactly what your that's Tar Heel blue and uh and so anyway that's that's a good look so send me a link coach and I'll uh, I'll make a little contribution okay I will do that Jesse thanks yeah. for being on we uh it was a lot of fun and appreciate it and congratulations on an amazing season as uh one of the great years in uh China Spring history with both football basketball baseball the whole shebang uh, has just continued on. Congrats on that. Thank you. I appreciate you guys supporting us. You bet. You bet. There they go. There he goes. Jesse uh, uh, is uh, boy. Jesse Lopez did a tremendous job, and uh, it's been a lot of fun to to watch him and watch that team. And uh, I will bandwagon a team. And once I kind of started watching China Spring later in the year, just loved it. Love following their players, and and uh, and the great thing about it is we'll be able to monitor uh several of them playing some college ball and uh and he's right about that Aaron that that transfer portal and the weirdness of the pandemic 
you know, players that would have gone to a certain D2 or D1 went to lower level or went to JUCO. But as we've seen with MCC and coach, you know, played at Temple, uh, you know, they, those are those are incredible opportunities. When you go to some of those JUCOs, community colleges, you get great opportunities. So very exciting to see those China Spring kids continue. Now, Aaron, I'm trying to remember, did the China Spring kids go with – the Valley Mills, um, did they did they go blonde or did they keep their hair just normal? Because it seems like it seems like everybody loves to go platinum blonde in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I know, like I say, a lot of teams do that. I'm not sure about Jenna Spring. All right, Aaron, we'll do it at the station. We'll have a mustache growing <laughs> contest like they did, and we'll see. All right, Aaron, let's um, we in Campus Confidential, uh, excuse me, in uh, the dismount coming up next. Let's uh, spend just a little bit of time hearing from uh, the Valley Mills coach. Wow, that was fun. Tom did the game, Tom and Lark. Valley Mills wins a state title 4-2 to two over Shiner. The beer is not flowing in Shiner, Texas today because uh, Valley Mills wins the 2A state title. More on that next. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. Hi, this is Brian Reese, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco again, inviting everyone to come see us. Spring is here, and it's time to get your knees in the breeze. All new 2021 bikes are on sale. We have 2022 models arriving daily with over 150 bikes to choose from and a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. Harley-Davidson of Waco, located off of I-35 South and New Road, Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Ranch Restoration LLC has been putting ranches back into production for over 15 years. With over 40 years of combined experience, they achieve this by doing a land inventory for the landowner. Some landowners want wildlife or cattle habitats, property management, water development, ranch roads, brush clearing, or grass planting. Ranch Restoration LLC is insured and is a certified contractor for NRCS, and references are available. Call Billy today at 254-749-1689 or check him out on Facebook. Looking for something other than a tie this year for your gift to Dad? Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond has received a new shipment of one-of-a-kind novelty gift items, perfect for his man cave. They also have metal signs for inside and outside the home or office. 
And there is no better place to buy guns or unique rustic furniture for home or his office. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Now is the best time to let Jeff Hunter Toyota put you in a used vehicle. Right now, choose from hundreds of different makes and different models. All priced to fit all budgets. Explore your possibilities. Explore new and used vehicles at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. At the College Women's World Series, OU scored five in the first inning on their way to a 16-1 win over Texas, hitting a record six home runs in the process. NBA last night, the Celtics take a 2-1 lead in the NBA Finals with a 116-100 win over the Warriors. Game four tomorrow night, Steph Curry will be a game-time decision after injuring his leg going for a loose ball last night. The PGA has suspended 17 players from their tour for playing in the LIV, including Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson and Sergio Garcia. Two more Baylor baseball players are leaving in the transfer portal. Trey Richardson is heading to TCU and Kyle Nevin to Oklahoma. Astros start a series with the Marlins tonight at Minute Maid Park. 7-10 first pitch. Texas Rangers have the day off after dropping the series to Cleveland. Rangers and White Sox tomorrow night. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, and uh, it is time for the dismount. we got to say good night, but I wanted to, at the end of the show here, we heard from him earlier, but I love this interview uh, because it was right after Valley Mills, earlier today, won the state title over Shiner. These players all with the uh, the platinum blonde look, they were uh, getting their, uh, their uh, state title uh, trophy, medals, the whole thing, and... Uh, Let's up. Uh, let's listen in. This is our own Tom Barfield who called that game. He and Lark Smith uh, with an interview immediately following the game with uh, Valley Mills head baseball coach Doug Shanafelt. All right, man. Thanks so much with uh, Doug Shanafelt and, and coach. You told me earlier today you felt like this this was going to happen for your club, and you went out and got it done. And it didn't start out like we thought it would, but I'm I'm telling you, like I took, I don't I don't know exactly what I told you. I think it was ordained from God that we were going to win this, and I don't know if He does things like that or not. But that's what we feel. We just felt it was ours from the very beginning, and it was. You battled uh, all day long, and, and Cooper Ewing, what an what an unbelievable performance. You could tell he was hurting. I guess he was cramping. He also had a foul ball off the foot, and he just kept fighting for you both at the plate and on the mound uh, that's that's who he is and, and he didn't come out of the game they took him out of the game the trainer said it was heat exhaustion or dehydrated and he had to come out and I said all right get hydrated you got 26 pitches left 
getting ready to go to the last inning, and and he he wanted it. He actually, I was going to go with Coolio until I needed to bring him in, and he said, "I'm ready." I said, "Let's go then." And Caleb did a great job for you those two innings, limiting a good hitting Shiner team to one hit. Well, and I mean, I, I told, I mean, I know, I know we got pitchers. I know we got kids that are going to compete and put out there. I was not scared at all to put him out there. I knew he'd do a good job, and he did. What's and I know you've only had a few minutes, but what does this do for your community, your your program, your athletic department? Just what's it mean to Valley Mills State Champion? I mean, if if you just look around and see the people that are here and been here and followed us to Weatherford, and, and I mean, they're just and there's people from Clifton that are here, and there's they're they're just great supporters. The team I coached in in uh, 205, there's six or seven. Seven of them here that just just come up and congratulate. Had Irvin Johnson come down and talk to him today, but before the game, and I think he said some great words that inspired him himself. And it it is it's I'm telling you, it's ordained. It's just like it's perfect. You couldn't have wrote a better story. You were playing a team that hadn't lost, but that did not affect your club one bit. No, I mean, we we've been picked and we were picked third in our district. We were we were, I don't think we were picked to beat anybody. Maybe early in the playoffs, and it was every time we beat somebody, they I I, I would hear rumors or hear from people our our uh, parents. Oh, they say we're gonna get beat the next round. We're gonna get beat the next round. We're gonna get beat by Bossyville. We're gonna get beat in the first round of the playoffs. We're gonna get beat by Shiner. But we didn't. We didn't ever think that. It was just no. We're gonna we're going to win, and we're gonna do the best we can. And, and you played the same type of game today as you did back in February. It was be aggressive, be aggressive, be aggressive. It's actually same kind of ball I played since 1990, and it's just all I know. And 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 that and you know we got kids that can do what I want to do. They can run, they can hit, they, and you know what? We had three hits yesterday. I think we had nine today. So. I mean, you know, we, sometimes you match up better, and we matched up well against them today. Hey, congratulations. Thank you very much. Thanks for everything you've done. I appreciate it very much. Oh, there he was, uh, Doug Shanafelt, after winning the state title at Valley Mills. Congratulations, the Eagles. Uh, just a tremendous, tremendous win. we got to say good night. Appreciate everybody who's been a part of this one. Aaron Sexton doing a great job today, as always. We'll see you tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Good night, everybody. <laughs> This is the Big 12 Plus, a daily look inside Big 12 Athletics. Here again is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris.